Hello, everyone, and welcome to the show. Tonight we're talking about... Miss Marvel starring Yaman Vellani. She plays Kamala Khan, a Pakistani-American teenager who is a huge nerd for Captain Marvel. She lives an ordinary life until one day an artifact comes into her possession from her family that makes her into a superhero. Man, what a show. I'm your host, the Bad Cody Funky. Tonight with us talking about our very own Dot Chris. With my own gem hands. We've been watching uh, Miss Marvel on Disney Plus. And, uh, and Chris, uh, uh, have you been, you've been watching it with, with, with your family? I've been watching it with my family. Uh, I ended up, I watched the first two episodes with my wife, um, and then she lost interest, and I kept watching it. I mean, I kind of understand, but also it was pretty fun. So, like, yeah, I kept going with it. I thought this show was uh, was good. You have to put it in your mind that this is a family show. It's made for a younger audience. We're talking about kids uh, into, like, preteens and teens. I don't think it's really made for adults, and that's okay, because yeah. not everything has to be made for all of us, you know, there were some of those grabs on the internet about how, oh, well, it's not really made for me. It's it's fine. So if you go into it thinking about it's a family show, it's a kid show, I think it's fine because in the end of the finale, they do a lot of Home Alone <laughs> which which because i'm watching with my family i i thought it was charming and i, I yeah, thought it was fun yeah. you know i was like oh, okay here's like some goofy stuff that, you know the kids could have fun watching so uh i didn't have any gripes with it like a lot of people on the internet were like oh this is not for me it's it, it's fine you know um i thought uh iman Vellani, her first time being in a big major production like this did a pretty good job i there's something I, I think she crushed it. I think there are some things uh, as she grows older in Hollywood she can tighten up on because uh, a lot of a lot of uh, young actors and actresses don't really get it right the first go around. I mean, Millie mm-hmm. Bobby Brown has been killing it on Stranger Things, you know, for being such a young actor. Uh, Sochi Gomez as America Chavez in Doctor Strange. I think she knocked that out of the park. Being so young, I think she's actually uh, uh, 16, acting across from Benedict Cumberbatch and freaking uh, Elizabeth Olsen. I mean, what a tall order for, for someone that young. I think she did a good job. Uh, Iman Vellani, I think they did a good job carrying the show. At times, she was very charming. At times, she d- displayed a lot of emotion. But there are some times where she's like, all right, I can kind of see that it's your first time. Yeah. Um, so I think She's I- 20. Like it's not like she's like oh she's twenty. I, I thought I thought she was like sixteen. No, uh, she's just very like Sochi. looking. But yeah, I, so but you know there are moments where you're like, okay, this is clearly one of your first outings. But like, yeah, you know, she uh, that make that actually added to some of the charm of the character. Oh yeah. Um, which was which was great. <laughs> so so overall, uh, the show uh, sh- shows us the the family with a secret, right? So it seems like her family has a dark little secret in which there is a family heirloom, this magical band from Pakistan, um, and it's been passed down through her family through generations, and it gives them some power. There was an auntie uh, in the family who had this uh, sort of black mark on her name throughout uh, <laughs> throughout their, their community. Everybody kind of knew about her. There were some rumors about her, um, but she was basically uh, a jinn. She, like, some of them are from a different dimension, but they also sort of retcon that a little bit because there's mute mutants now. There's mutations. It's weird. So it's just like they tell us that they're they're jinns, right? They're kind of beings from another mm-hmm. like parallel dimension. And they illustrated this beautifully when she went to Pakistan to visit her grandmother, um, and she found this like secret society who's been existing for a while just to like fight those people. Um, and they show an illustration of how there's like a parallel dimension in which uh, they came through a veil, this sort of portal. And if they try to go back through, it might wipe out the current dimension that we're in, giving us uh, uh, you know, all that there. Chris, what did you think of uh, Miss Marvel as a whole? 
Uh, I thought it was good. It definitely, I mean, uh, my demographic is not the target market, and that's that's okay. I thought it was really fun. Um, I thought the the actual direction and production of the show was bananas. Um, these guys like clearly um take huge inspiration from Edgar Wright of like Baby Driver, Shaun of the Dead, Hot Fuzz, all that yeah. jazz. Um there's the amount of the fact that the editing the the editing of the show has as much personality as the line delivery. Um also the color palette is <coughs> freaking awesome. Um it's super vibrant. Um it's incredibly colorful, which is great. Um I think there were some great episodes uh just like most you know we've been talking about most disney plus shows are things that are six hour you know six one hour episodes and they could would be better if it was cut down um and this had definitely had a you know a bit a bit of that i think it actually i feel like it it had less of a pacing problem than other shows like overall start to finish i feel like there was less of a lull like i don't think it reached the peaks necessarily of other shows but um I felt it like it was pretty consistent. Um, there, obviously, there were things they could cut out, but like, you know what? It was it was just a, a fun, a fun show. It did something different. Um, I loved when they, you know, traveled to Pakistan. Um, that was great. I honestly think like I felt like the whole show should have taken place in Pakistan. I thought that was like the best episodes was when they went over there. But yeah, um, uh, I, I enjoyed it very much so. Yeah, I agree too. I found uh, when they went over to, to Pakistan, it was more. Um, uh, I, I felt like because uh, a lot of Marvel shows and a lot of Marvel properties take us to places that we don't normally go, right? Like a lot of obviously a lot of Americans ha- haven't been to Pakistan, nonetheless can find it on a map, uh, <laughs> or even you know know about you know the the, the, the story of the partition and stuff like that. So I felt like when we were whisked away to a far off place, it felt more Marvel. There was more of a story to tell over there. Than there was yeah. in New Jersey, just like uh, you know, with uh, with Moon Knight, there's more story to tell when we were in Egypt than we were in London. In London, we just got like a little bit of things about you know our main character, but when we got to Egypt, there was a lot of expansion on the entire story as a whole. So yeah, I agree, Chris. Like we went to Pakistan, there was uh, I like the whole you know like uh, going through time and seeing you know the past and having like a Back to the Future moment where it was her that caused something that happened. I was just like, we're doing Back to the Future now? Is that what we're doing? I'm down. You know, she's yeah. like, it was me. I was a trail of lights. <laughs> I was like, okay and then the fact that like the the time police didn't come through i was like okay so that, i guess that's like a fixed place in time that was supposed to happen i guess because mm-hmm. time police were like hey this is sort of a violation of what's going on here and y'all can't y'all can't do this but yeah i love the story of like you know her family uh like way back in the day was looking for these artifacts and they found like a kree artifact which uh everyone is thinking uh these are the negabands and they are a magical sort of like space artifact that can do a bunch of different things and one of the things is uh to to jump right ahead because we're, we're we're always do spoilers when we talk about these things right uh, mm-hmm. So, spoiler alert, to jump to the end there, there's a stinger that happens at the end of the show in which Kamala Khan is laying on her bed. She's, you know, her mom is like yelling at her, like, doesn't sound like algebra up there, doesn't sound like math. <laughs> you're supposed to be doing your homework. I know you're a superhero now and you're doing your thing, but uh, don't forget, you're also a girl who needs to do her studies. I was like, that's so great. That's so, like, like immigrant mom, like, because, like, like, my family is also immigrant, too, from Trinidad. I was just like, that's like, so, like yeah. even if I was a superhero, mom would be, like, in high school, my mom would be like, Are you do- where's your homework? Are you doing it? I don't care that you're out fighting crime you got to do those studies boy 
Um, you know, and then uh, Matt first, then Karen. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> and then you know her her bangle like it starts glowing, and then all of a sudden she gets whisked away. Boom! Pops into her closet, and out comes Carol Danvers. <laughs> out comes Brie Larson as Captain Marvel. It's just like whoa. She's looking around the room, and she's just like. What the hell? Some people think that, you know, she either used her transformation powers from the comic, uh, Kamala Khan, because in the first instance of her being Miss Marvel in the comic um, was from the Terrigen Mist, this mist that kind of engulfed the Earth and turned people from regular people to uh, sort of inhumans, you know, the answer to mutants. Because at the time, 20th Century Fox owned uh, X-Men and the mutants, and Marvel couldn't say mutants, and they couldn't have Mm -hmm. them in there. So so like uh, they were like, all right, we're going to do inhumans. So Kamala Khan was originally uh, an Inhuman. Anyway, um, but when Captain Marvel shows up, she's looking around the room and she's like frantically looking at all the posters. And she even picks up like a, a little one off the floor and she's just like, the hell is this? So I think that's actually Carol Danvers. What do you think, Chris? Uh, I don't know because it happens so fast. It could be a transformation. It there's They don't give you enough to know definitively, which is kind of the point. Um either something happened and Carol Danvers was summoned or she just always wants to be Captain Marvel. So she just takes on that shape. Um, Unclear. Uh, The one thing that we know is that we're going to be getting the Marvel's movie coming out. uh, I think actually next year, if I'm not mistaken. Um, So we know there's going to be some sort of like team up with them or, or something that they're both in the same movie uh, to what ends. I don't know, but um. Yeah, I don't know. They it was a good it was a good teaser. It was a fun one. Didn't didn't reveal too much. Just like, all right, cool. Yeah, it yeah. Good. It was it was a nice little uh, little little stinger there, you know, because it, it raises a lot of questions of okay, what's going to happen in the Marvel? So so mm-hmm. so the Marvel's movie seems like it's going to be about uh, Miss Marvel, Kamala Khan. We got Carol Danvers, and I think Photon. Everyone forgets about Photon from Wandavision because she's technically Photon. yeah. Remember like the, uh, the, the 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 black lady cop. Oh, um, Monica Rambo. Monica Rambo. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because she's also technically like like a Marvel at a certain point. Yep. Uh, the showrunner yep. confirmed she switched places with Carol. Oh, okay. Thanks, Rutu. I didn't know that. Oh, okay. Cool. Nice. Yeah, because like the way she, the way Carol Danvers was looking around the room, like it's like she'd never been there before. She was looking at all the posters and the camera panned yep. to all the posters. So if that was Kamala Khan, she wouldn't be doing that. She'd be looking at herself like, holy crap, what the hell? You know, but well, she does she... for a second. She's looking. She kind of looks at her hands, like, "What the hell just happened?" She did, yeah. And you're like, "Is is she saying what the hell just happened, or she's saying why do I look like this?" <laughs> um, so that's why, it, you know, it feels like a bait and switch. But I mean, ah, yeah, that's cool. gotcha. But that's yeah, if, if the showrunner confirmed, that's awesome. You know, because like now, now what's gonna happen? Is she, she gonna go downstairs and be like? Who the hell are you? Because her parents have her parents aren't like plugged into this stuff, so they're just like because <laughs> like when she was sitting with her dad at the end, you know, and she's yeah. explaining her name, she was like, I have to say the same, say the same word, Carol Danvers. She's like, I have no idea who that is, but uh, yeah. What, what, do you, what do you think about uh, uh, the reveal of her dad revealing that her name Kamala in in Urdu mostly means Marvel? So she's like, she, he, so he was just like, you're our little Miss Marvel. Da, 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 da. Uh, yeah, I mean. Whatever. It was fine. Um, I gotta say, I freaking love her dad. I don't know if you've ever seen yes. the movie uh, Easy A, but like, it definitely felt like kind of like the... He was in that. I gotta rewatch that. Like Stanley Tucci. Yeah. Um, that movie's phenomenal, by the way. Um, but uh, her dad... I, I, I'm, a, I'm a big fan of like the dad that just like wants to hang out and be goofy. Like you, you, put, a, you put a goofy dad in something and I'm gonna be on board every time. 
when dude busts in dressed like the, the Hulk, amazing. Absolutely amazing. <laughs> that was awesome. Yeah, when I was watching my fam, like, like when my dad liked his dad, he's like, oh, this guy's great. <laughs> he's like, yeah. he's like your typical, like, dad. He's like prime dad. You know what I mean? Like, the way he acts and talks and the way he treats her and he, even the friends. It's just like, damn, this guy's really good. He's the deadliest dad. dad. Dude, he is the deadliest dad that has ever dadded. <laughs> <laughs> he's one of my favorite characters because he, he has like a warmth to uh the show which also like lends to you know this is a show for younger people because you have this like Mm -hmm. strong like parental like like figures you know what i mean that kids can like kind of look up to you know what i mean uh because like even like her mom very strong (laughs) very strong presence very strong presence in in her life like early on when you know she was being uh miss marvel and she didn't tell her parents uh, her her mom was just like what are you doing you're sneaking out at night like i hardly recognize who you are like what's going on here i was like damn that is so like (laughs) That is so parent, dude. That is so hardcore, old school parent. Like, you know, you got to be inside doing your studies. Why are you sneaking out? What are you doing? You know, like yep. we, we told you you couldn't go to that Avenger Con. Like, I, I love that whole thing. That was great. But uh, what did you think about um, her her powers? Because at first, uh, a lot of the audience, especially people who were fans of Kamala Khan, were like, wait a minute. She's not in beginning. She, had, she doesn't have her quintessential powers. You know, they, they make it look a bit more cosmic. They're changing it. And some people like myself thought, well, when eventually Kevin Foggy brings in Reed Richards in a Fantastic Four, you don't want to have mm-hmm. like similar powers. Yeah, spongy. two people that just do exactly the same thing, right? But uh, we did get a nice little uh, uh, tidbit here at the end of the finale where – she says embiggen and she actually kind of embiggens. In, in like, what did you think about yeah. that? Yeah, that was cool. I mean, I think visually, the the whole thing, it, it definitely looks different. Like, her powers kind of look different than any other power that we've seen. Um, and I think that having that kind of, like, gemstone kind of crystal, um, I don't know, ooze or whatever, whatever you want to call it, uh, that she can just summon... Um, I think that the way that they have it, she can kind of shape it however she wants, allows them to be more flexible. So, you know, I don't have that much um, experience with Ms. Marvel. Like, I know in the Avengers game, um, when you play as her, it it is very, like, Reed Richards, uh, Mr. Fantastic, kind of just rubbery. Um, So I thought this was a cool way to to allow for that kind of ability, but make it something new um and i honestly this is like one of the most original interpretations of a superpower that i've i've seen that i've seen um this is really cool it it kind of the same way i was taken aback by how um shang chi and the the, the ten rings from shang chi and having just like this incredibly versatile um weapon that you like going into the movie you would have no idea how many different ways they're going to use it this is kind of also another like very like sandbox type of power so it's going to be very interesting how we see this kind of shape uh the journey of uh kamala khan yeah absolutely uh i thought i thought because they didn't have too much time they're just like all right well we need to have her do her embiggen thing so she's just gonna kind of you know try to save common in the end because the whole like uh like department of like whatever superhero <laughs> made up BS yeah. was coming after them because they, they thought, okay, there's a new super. We kind of need to police this. Uh, let's investigate them and see who or what they are. 
okay, we found out that it's like like young people, it's kids. We got to kind of corral them because it might be in the. And I love how like the main agent is like borderline. Like you think she's sort of bigoted racist. You're not really too sure. She sort of skates on yeah. it. Even in this episode, she was just like, "All right, we, we got to go corral them up. This is what happens when the hands are when powers in the hands of the wrong people." He's like, "Whoa, the wrong people? Yeah. Kids? I mean, kids? It's like, uh, <laughs> did you? Did you really? <laughs> okay." And then she says something like, all right, you know, let's, let's go find him and take him in non-lethal rounds. And then later on, I guess they use live rounds. <laughs> Very unclear. Very unclear. But um, <laughs> uh, but yeah, like I, I thought it was uh, kind of interesting how they just kind of rushed her to her in Big and Power, which is sort of the Marvel problem of just making six episodes and then slowly weaning us into a character. And then everything's kind of like, yeah. boom, here's the finale. Here's everything. Here's everything all at once. It's just like... Okay, more episodes, please, and then stretch everything out. Give us some more time because when she's she's protecting Kamran, right? Because they're they're trying to come after him. Like he he has mm-hmm. the power of his mother. Sort of unclear how he got that power as well. Like when his mother went into yeah. the veil and closed it off, and I guess that's that transfer to Kamran. Very unclear on that. Don't... Also, why I like I felt like that second to last episode like could have been a last episode. And I was like, what are they <laughs> what are they gonna do after this? Yeah, um, yeah. It, it, and then you know it kind of almost does the thing where the the ending bad guy has the same powerful as the hero um, type of thing, and he wasn't like you know really a bad guy. He just couldn't really control it half the time. People were out to get the, get him, so it was an interesting dynamic that like the the actual intentional person that's actually causing all the mischief is taken out in the second to last episode, and then they're just dealing with the repercussions in the last one. Um, weird but uh, like okay uh, again they didn't really give a good explanation of okay she gets killed by the veil and then powers that we didn't think she had all of a sudden go into her son <laughs> because of reasons yeah, because, uh, whatever that's because reasons <laughs> yeah because yeah, like uh, when, when his mother was just like i can do it i can cl-. and then like she she just saw like the other like lady die by running yeah. into that thing. And she's like, okay, I'm going to go in. Here we go. Full sending it. And it's just like, you're going to die too. And you died. What What a surprise. Who would have thought? What a what a crazy thing that happened there. And then Kamran gets the powers. Uh, how? That, no, no idea. Uh, no I don't idea. know. She wished. This is this Harry Potter scenario, right? Like, she, <laughs> as you just like, I want my son to be protected, right? Because like, even if they did something where like her last words were, I don't know, like, like protect my son or so, something like that, a line or two to, to be like, okay, well, because she's from a different dimension and she has you know whatever sort of powers, because you know they, they, she and her ill can like bring out like certain weapons and things like that. You know, he's a Horcrux now. <laughs> That's what right? he's, he's a Horcrux now. Yeah, we're out of here Get with the fire, bro. Um, yeah, but uh, yeah, I I, th- I think Disney needs to kind of uh, oh, man, like mo- moving forward, more episodes you can get more time to explain some of these things, right? Like, even if it's like you say this is a kid show, right? Fine, you know you have all the Home Alone stuff when the when the Department of Made Up Policing Heroes BS like came through to the school and they laid out a bunch of traps. And it was very goofy, but it was also fun because like okay, here we go, some yeah. family fun here, something that the kids can, can also laugh at. This- they like established that she's like a genius in that last episode, except there was really nothing leading up to that to make her think that uh, us think that she was actually like Wait, what? Really? above average intelligence. Yeah. They say something about like, she's a genius and like, she helps her friend make all uh, Bruno make all the traps and stuff. And it's just like, uh, all right. But like, were you actually established as I like, I thought she was established as 
like an ADD kid who can't focus on anything. Yeah, I didn't I didn't get like, that at all. What? <laughs> I didn't catch that at yeah, all. They there's a line, I forget who says it, that says, Yeah, she's the smartest person I know. She's a genius. And I'm like, because Bruno's right there, and we've already established <laughs> that he's like like crazy over the top, like objective, objectively a smarter person. Yeah. Um, which is fine. I just thought it was a again a weird dynamic that was just like, I don't know, she knows how to build traps and things like that. And whatever oh that's weird that's weird yeah because like bruno this whole time i, I kind of see him as like you know her like peter parker right except without like guy in the chair yeah the the, he, the... Yeah, he's, he's the, the, the the guy in the chair and because it's marvel like okay yeah he can like trace her dna because we have you know like 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 peter parker even like but without his spider powers he's still a freaking genius i mean he made yeah. the compound that is his spider web cartridges so i can believe that that bruno is a kid who is kind of maybe on par with that i mean hell he got into caltech He's he's about yeah. only in high school and he's like about to go you know and be like a super science guy or whatever, um, so I was like okay cool he's like a super man in the chair, um, so but yeah I miss that completely that that's that's a weird so uh, that that also gets into the whole like they just rush certain things in the finale too and yeah. all these shows do this it's like I don't understand why they're going with the same formula over and over again like episode one introduces into to the character who or what they are episode two kind of not necessary episode one and two can always be combined they can always generally yeah. be, nothing really ever happens in like an episode two of these things episode three is kind of like the the bore maybe there's something episode four there's sort of like a pivot something happens episodes three is usually like a big bombshell drops right on something big happens or something big is revealed episode four is the character kind of reeling from that by the end they kind of figure it out snap out of it come up with a plan episode five for most of these shows have been like okay i know what the deal is the mystery is resolved i'm going to spend this episode like preparing the final plan and then the final episode is like the execution of the plan which i think up until um like uh moon knight has kind of been the vibe of on most of these shows um but this one definitely kind of had a different thing because they just kind of put what that would be the traditional fifth episode of these and just mashed it into the sixth just because like i don't know it's gonna be a school thing uh, now she's no longer in Pakistan. Man, she flew home fast. Yeah, what the hell? <laughs> <laughs> that's some that's some final final seasons of Game of Thrones type teleportation going on. Oh right my! There. Oh, bro, they were just like, oh, we need to go to Kingsley. We're gonna go. Here. You're right, because like in Game of Thrones, it took them forever to get to places, and then in the end, like. You know, like the writers, like like DB Weiss, they're just like, you know what? We don't care. We need to get to do our Star Wars thing. They're just going to be there. <laughs> like, who who I, cares? We're out of here. I feel like it takes someone like entire season and a half to move from one place to another. And then it like takes half an episode by the end of the show. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, I don't know. It's just there. Yeah. Like yeah, the hound almost dies eight times on his way, <laughs> like three cities over. And now he's teleporting everywhere. Yeah, Aruta, she ruined a wedding, got to go to Pakistan, totally believable. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, the one thing. It's, yeah, and yeah, then episode six, you got like, oh, here's the superhero reveal, or here's like the big finale, and then yeah. there's so many things crammed into it, and like, like Loki really suffered from that, because Loki, in the end, it's just like, the biggest exposition dump of all time of like something very important. So I think Disney plus really needs to re-examine this episodic structure that they're doing in which, you know, we can now predict how these shows are going to go and hopefully they just don't keep making them like this. Give us more, especially something like this. There's been more episodes in which 
uh, Kamala Khan was learning more from uh, the Red Scarves or the Red whatever, you know, because, yeah. you know, we go from the, she's this yeah. normal girl in, in Jersey City to, you know, she goes to see her mystical grandma <laughs> and talk about her powers. And then she meets this ancient society who knows about her. And she's like, hey, I'm, I'm not a part of your war, but you whatever, you kind of believe me. I'm nice. Yay. And then, you know, they tell her the story. They, they sort of have that cool, like, Marvel, like, like secret layer type thing where here's some fantastical yeah. instruments we have to show you, like, you know, the other dimension, the walls. And then they sort of start training her. I think they're sort of on, on like, uh, an episode devoted to showing her all that stuff. You know, maybe going around Pakistan, like, seeing some, maybe, maybe there's some ancient magical sites they've been to. Maybe go back to the one where where the band came from. Maybe there was some more stuff in there, like, you know, because uh, someone was pointing out how um, that's sort of like a Ten Rings site, and maybe like the Ten Rings mm-hmm. from Shang-Chi also came from like all sorts of Kree artifacts or something like that. Yeah, you know? well, I think that's what they're they're building up to, is there's the different artifacts. Like, I wonder if these artifacts are going to be the new um, version of the Infinity Stones. Ooh, that could be is what they're was what they're building up to because they've already kind of established that these this bangle came from another dimension and they kind of already established that the the ten rings comes from another dimension as well. So I think that's what they're they seem to be building up to. This is the this is the new collectathon. <laughs> <laughs> but also Johnny Shards, thank you, man, for that resubscription. You've been subscribed for thirty seven yeah. months. Thank you, my guy. I always appreciate you. One of the founders, no. one of the one of the OGs, one of the boys here. Love it, man. Thank you so much. Yeah, Love Marvel you. Man. <laughs> Marvel Man. Yeah, that's right. Uh, about to get that's into that. Right. But uh, yeah, like oh, the, you know, the, we also have too. There's uh, the what's his name? The the uh, the guy for, for in uh, e- the Eternals. Um, the guy John Snow. Whatever that dude's cat was. A Black Knight. Oh his, yeah, yeah, but Black Knight. Yeah, his sword, man. His sword too. His sword has got to be another one of them. Like, I don't know. I'm calling it. I'm calling it. That, that's the sword is part of the collectathon. Yeah, right. <laughs> collect the whole set. Collect all the jewelry, and it's like an it's ancient uh, <laughs> set here. Um, but uh, yeah, I, I I hope that uh, moving forward they start to kind of yeah. reexamine what they're doing because they they have to look at the feedback from from the audience, right, and be like, all right, we we can't just keep doing it where you know we we kind of draw things out in the end. We just get everything right because out of nowhere she's printing a comment. She's like, and biggin, it's just like well, there's not even an inkling or or like maybe just a, another moment where like it, there's a shot of the bangle. And it's and it's like yeah. vibrating and it's like doing the thing and it's connecting with like you know the the past people in her family who've used it or whatever and they like you know there are some whispers and she's just like feeling the power and then like you know like she hears in being or she hears or something you know like you know like something where it swells up in a hero moment and she's like okay I know I have this power now and now I can know and then she goes then she says in biggin you know something that tells us that. She knows how to do this now because, or even with like the red scars people or, or whatever or wherever they're called, the red people, they they tell her, oh, you you can unlock this power or do this certain thing. More training montages because also when she's like running in her in her full costume, it's just like there's nothing that showed us that she can do that. <laughs> like she went from a regular girl who's who can barely jump out of her window to sort of practicing with Bruno doing it to like yep. she's so adept at it now. It's like. Kind of was kind of a speed run there. Also, Chris, what did you think about? And I thought there was like talk about breakneck, like put stuff in to hit a beat. Um, her final costume. Um, do we think? Do we think it came from Pakistan from her grandma who sent a bunch of stuff? Her mom made it, ordered it from somewhere. No, I guess so. Again, the timeline's weird. Like they just like as far as what we can tell, it looks like they just got home. Uh, because like Cameron is like. Like when he gets hit with the new power, he's like dying, right? He's like, oh, yeah. God, what's going on? And then like he goes visits 
Bruno and then like blows up his spot accidentally. And he's like, there's a lot of urgency there. Meanwhile, cut back to Kamala. I don't know. She's been back for like a month and her mom has made her this like beautiful costume or something. But then somehow those all match up. I don't know. It is a weird timing thing. Uh, again, it's a it's a fun kid show. Should we really be picking it apart this much? Probably not. <laughs> I don't think I'm just picking it apart. You know, just just talking about you know what was presented in front of us. Because like, like I said in the beginning, yeah. it is it is a young person show. It's more of a kid show. Yeah. So you kind of have a, a more of a suspension for for disbelief because you know like, uh, but at the same time, kids are smarter than you know adults usually. Years. But uh, yeah, wardrobe for MCU po- sponsored by. <laughs> Yeah, but yeah, like, cause I, I was hoping that her fantastical costume was gonna come from, you know, like, uh, like just like how her family, you know, her grandmother yeah. like gave her the bangle. There was like a box of stuff, so I wonder if that costume was in the box of stuff, uh, along with the bangle, and like there were some other things that she put up into the attic. Don't know, wasn't really explained that well. They're kind of just like, all right, here's a story beat. She gets her costume. I was just like, there should have been more fanfare with the costume, <laughs> something more fantastical. You know, even you know when 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 Tony Stark gave gave uh, Spider Man his costume when he first appeared in Civil War, there was just like a big like moment where he's like, all right, under rules, and he flipped in like webbed yeah. up cap and even when he- Daredevil man. He spends like half a season trying to get that thing. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's all a thing. You know, it's like yeah, some gravitas for the for the costume. But uh, I think it's because yeah. uh, there was there was a, a leaked image online of like of the Marvels in which like her costume is changing. So I wonder if they didn't harp on it because like oh we're gonna change it. So don't really give it too much shine. Um, but uh, yeah, uh, I like the the, the ending uh, confrontation there with the uh, <laughs> the made up. Like police people, uh, and and like Conrad's doing doing his thing. He's kind of not used to the powers. He's kind of exploding. She sees like the good in him. She's trying to like get him out. She's also trying to stop the people. But she's like, all right, I gotta I gotta you know do some superhero stuff here. And she uses her big power to kind of look like Miss Marvel in in the comics where she's kind of stretchy. But I like the uh, the the fantastical theatrical look of her having the cosmic power too. Some people didn't like that, but I thought it looked really cool, being very cinematic, very Marvel. It popped on screen because of the cosmic glow power. So I thought. Absolutely. It looked really cool, especially for like you know young people watching it. Like it looks very palpable, like very you know like uh, an aesthetic that they would like, you know. Um, and and I like the fact that uh, <laughs> in the ending scene, you know, Commandant's kind of going crazy, and you know she's telling him to chill, and he hits a, a military truck, he he hits a Hummer, and it starts to go towards the crowd where her mom and her people are waiting, and then she uses her bigger power to like kind of catch it and get it, and then in that scene. In that scene is something very, very important. And for those who don't know, I am in the Marvel Cinematic Universe. That's right, y'all. I'm in the goddamn Marvel Cinematic Universe. I am in there. Let's freaking go. So for those unaware, Marvel, uh, Walt Disney Entertainment, Walt Disney Company, reached out to News 12, my company, (laughs) and asked if they could have in the scene a news van because Kamala Khan and this whole thing takes place in New Jersey – Right, and they wanted like a news vehicle there. They had a bunch of people there because uh, what's her name? The the the, the little friend um, who's like a TikTok star was like trying to get people on her side. Very smart tactic. Be like, yo, we need your help. You know, we're in the school. There's a bunch of uh, people coming after us. You know, you guys got to help us out. So the whole community came through to help Kamala and the friends. And uh, because Disney was like, yo, okay, we need like a news vehicle there to kind of make it seem like you know. So there are two there, but the uh, the best one, the only one that freaking matters is news. 12 let's freaking <laughs> always go, on the scene y'all i am in the marvel center y'all thought you couldn't tell me anything before y'all can't tell me shit. 
<laughs> Y'all can't tell me a goddamn thing now. Oh my god. Yeah, grab we in <laughs> we in there. Me and my boy Gravity, who's also a part of the News 12 family here. Yeah. And it, it was so great. Like behind the scenes, we we're like, yo, we are MCU canon. We are in the Marvel Cinematic Universe. How insane. There is a version of me in there because i work for news 12 so that means you, that means the back that, of the truck editing shit that's dude, what's happening so that right means now. that if i exist there that means this podcast is there this podcast is canon it's mcu right. canon let's go we i'm are just saying kamala's little crystal like fantasy gradient is very similar to the bad coyote funky gradient i'm saying i'm saying, <laughs> I'm, no saying I'm saying so chat so chat but the transitive property you are also part of the marvel cinema universe isn't it great to be a part of this podcast a part of this group part of this community you know i mean come on now because if i exist in there that means that you guys exist as well so we are in the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Let's freaking go. If that doesn't Your make Marvel. you hit that subscribe button and that like button, I don't know what does. Yo, we're in it. We're in there like super. Let's go. News 12 in the house. There's even like, uh, there's just a couple shots where you see like the van and then the logo and everything. There's one where you even see like uh, uh, like her parents, Um, you know, when, when Kamala's getting shot at, she has the shield up. It cuts back to the crowd. You see both her parents there and then like behind them, you can clearly see like the News 12 van. I was just like, let's go. We are in there. <laughs> We are in there. It's it's so funny too. So Chris, Miss um, Marvel is uh, wrapped up and have come to an end here. Pretty interesting show. Uh, what would you give the show overall? And what would you surmise the show as to someone who's just like, okay, um, I have some time. I want to watch it. Like, what did you think of it? Should I watch it? Is it worth my time? Um, I think if you like, if you're a Marvel fan, uh, I would give it. You like it? I don't know. I'm going to say a 6 out of 10. I'm going to say it was enough. I, I watched it. Cool. Um, I already talked about I love the direction. The The pace of each episode is amazing. Also, the sets in each episode are amazing. Like, uh, we talk about, uh, like, a lot of the Star Wars shows. They use the volume, and it kind of, you know, we're, we're starting to get used to it, starting to get tired of it. It's like everything seems so constrained. Um, and this felt like, oh, yeah, now we get friggin' sets. Like, we're back to actual things that people have built um and like that final fight was great um maybe it was filmed in the volume but if they did film it on volume it did not feel like it it felt great um the just the locations in the show was great i think for like production wise the show is awesome uh and maybe production wise this may be my favorite put together show to be honest um this the story was 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 it was okay um the acting is is okay um i think it's a great introduction to this character i think for kids this is great because it moves the whole thing moves at an absolute breakneck pace um which is good so yeah i'll give it like a six out of ten for for me because again i'm not the target market i thought it was fun it was watchable um but um not a hundred percent like aimed directly at me how about you? What you, what you? What do you got for me? Yeah, that was pretty good. <laughs> I was like enthralled just listening to you. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah uh, I, I watched the uh, I watched the show with with my family. Uh, I had it in my brain that this was for younger people, not necessarily for me. So having that mindset 
Um, I thought Miss Miss Marvel was fine. I'll give it like a like a six or a seven uh, out of ten. I thought the the cast was very charming. I thought the uh, the young audience here did did a pretty good job. Like I believe that they were friends. I believe that they've been through things that we haven't seen off screen to make them like such great friends and believe in each other and stuff like that. Um, I thought that uh, you know I- I- Iman Vellani, her first time out. I mean, her her first outing. This is such a major project, and these things are so hard to make. So I think her becoming uh, Miss Marvel was a huge feat for her. It, it couldn't have been easy. Um, and at moments she was very charming. At, at moments, like she conveyed a lot of emotion. Um, I, I think there are, are times and moments where uh, the directors and producers should have like seen where, like, hey, we need to tighten up this shot a little bit. We need to have you enunciate certain things better because uh, there are times where, I don't know if you had this, where like she's like eating her words, you know, like like she's just like kind of slurring into her language. Yeah. And like, yeah, because like, I always watch stuff with subtitles because you, you can catch like certain cool things. And I had to oftentimes just like, like what did she say? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think it, it kind of ties into her quirkiness and being kind of awkward. Um, I, I thought it endearing, but it was definitely noticeable mm-hmm. that it wasn't like, you know, the best delivered line. But it also, I like, I feel like it kind of um, played into into the character, the, the kind of frenetic air energy of that character, um, for better or for worse, whether it was a conscious decision or not, or just a style choice based off of the delivery <laughs> they were given to work with. Um, who knows? Yeah, um, yeah, like 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 the, the scene in this episode where she's trying to tell her family that she is uh, Miss Marvel. Uh, she gathered them in the living room, and then uh, she 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 started speaking. I was I was getting like my food and stuff. She started speaking. I was like, "What did she say?" And it was just like, "Oh, you know, like she's like, oh, like I'm like uh, she said she was sorry for the wedding. She was gathering people, uh, you know, together to to say that she's sorry for for the wedding. Uh, she has something to tell them. Is Red Warren, blah blah blah. But what I heard was, and I was like, "What?" I was like, "What?" I was like, "No shade on Mon Valani, but I'm." just like yo the director y- 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 y'all gotta see that like she's like rolling in her words she's not in nuns she's acting you know like let her let's give some adr here yeah 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 <laughs> so i kind of had to rewind and like like look up i was like oh what's going on here but uh yeah overall um i, I thought she really looked cool in the final costume like i thought it looked great it, like she looked like oh, yeah. she's straight from the comic i was like yo it looks good on screen like it actually it pops. It looks great. I don't know what they're doing there, but it looked great to pop. But uh, yeah, I thought it was enjoyable throughout. Um, was it the best Marvel property? No, but uh, it's it's to me this seems like the most made for TV th- property that they've done, um, and it kind of shows in certain aspects. But uh, I loved a lot of the Edgar Wright inspired like text messages and whip pans and cuts, and I was just like, damn, they're really like making this something where it's just yeah. like. Uh, you know, very stylistic, and then I love Bearing how text into the background. Yeah, no. yeah, yeah. Like when she's texting like Bruno, and there's there's like there's like, like a neon sign on like uh, on the corner store that's like a smiley face emoji, and you know, just illustrating what they're talking about. I was like, damn, that's yeah. so damn good. And you notice how when she loses like her like because it seems like they hint that she's ADHD. As she gets more serious and more into Miss Marvel, you see all that stuff go away. You know, there's no more like illustrative like like things. There's one in the end there for <laughs> for the final plan, but. Uh, and all that stuff kind of goes away because you see, like, she's coming into her own. She doesn't need to be kind of living in that fantasy world anymore. And I thought, like, production-wise, they had some very good, like, Chris, like you said, very good sets. Like, the AdventureCon thing, I love. Because, like, not having right. gone to a Comic-Con because of COVID for a while, I was like, damn, I missed that. <laughs> Look at all that. They got everything right. All the merchandise, all the booze, so the camaraderie. And everything had such a personality. Yes. Uh, even like the um even going into the mosque, like that whole the, like the mosque had a personality and, and every every character in like inside there was 
was awesome. I I, I love that. Let's uh, even talking about like representation, like uh, almost I believe the majority of this of the um the production crew on here was Pakistani as well. Yeah. Um, and it just felt like a like a celebration of of culture on top of being a super fun show. And what's cool is that we, we we got to learn some stuff for them too because you know uh, there are often times where you know like we, we we don't know certain cultures and I think they delivered their story in a way that it wasn't uh, it wasn't over the top like oh here's a classroom and like what our culture is you know what I mean yeah. like the, the lines were delivered like very smoothly very uh, very naturally and we got to learn something about like them some stuff about the mosque how things run there how things go even you know yeah. with like you know like uh, Kamala and, and her friend are like running in being late you know uh, Nakia we heard Nakia like running in late and the old lady's like going up on the thing she's like always two it is always you two <laughs> and, you know and, like they're washing their face and their hands and they're getting ready and like they're talking about you know like uh, like the divider in between and like their part of the mosque, the other part. It's just like, oh, it's like so many things just explained yep. through showing us. And, and not like exposition. Yeah. It didn't feel like an afternoon special. It was just like, <laughs> this is just how, this is just how they live their lives. This is yeah. what, this is what they do. Yeah, um, it didn't feel like an afternoon which special. Was cool. Yeah, like here we are and in a mosque, and here's what we do here. No, it's like from them being late, from them being clumsy, them just talking about like the politics of what Most happens. of them talking shit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's talking wild shit. Yeah. Yeah, it was, it was so good. And uh, and production wise, there were so many good things happening. Like, uh, they would do so many powerful. Uh, moments that really captured like there's a, a point where uh, where Kamala and Bruno are talking amongst each other in the school about the plan about how you know they need to get Kamala and safe and they're lit with a very orange warm light and in the background it's very like blue and violet and dark like you know like what's coming for them is something that's dark and like you know they're, they're, they're having this nice moment together so they're lit in a very warm way like I caught all these it was just so beautiful like I was like damn they're very smart in what they're doing here so some people online who I disagree with you know, talking about how, uh, how lame the show is and how like it doesn't look that great and like it's the worst. It's like you're, you're not catching some of these things, like some of those nuances that, that, that I'm catching, I guess, as someone who works in production. But, you know, there are a lot of things peppered like that throughout the episode where they're at frame certain shots, where they have certain characters stand a certain way or, or deliver a line a certain way and do certain things. And I thought and I thought it was great the way they did that. So I caught things that I, I guess other people like didn't see or maybe didn't want to see. But uh, Chris, there's a very important thing before we wrap up here. Um, Bruno at the end comes to Kamala, right? He says, Hey, I'm going to Caltech. You know, it's sad, but uh, I'm going off. But hey, yeah, Kamran Loftus is poor. <laughs> like, he didn't have time to kind of like like take it with him to Pakistan when he when he when he uh, when he fled off. But uh yeah, he's like, Yeah, I re-examined your DNA, because again, I'm the guy in the chair, and uh I, I discovered something. It's not I don't think I think we were off, you know. There, there's something about your DNA, it's more of a uh, a, a mutation. And then I I didn't notice it. At first, but like I oh, watched, I, I watched this episode twice. Um, yeah. I, I was watching this like whenever you know we're trying to do the podcast, and then there was the the X Men theme from oh, the real quick, <laughs> really <laughs> quick. But <laughs> I was like, it's yo, like, so <laughs> what yeah. is she? It's so fast, and if you didn't, if you like, if he didn't say it right at the time that he said mutant, it, like you wouldn't have, you would not have. Made I would not have caught it. Yeah, What's, yeah, but it was it was pretty much the same thing that we got in um. In multiverse of madness just like all right here's the, the music cue everyone knows the music that music cue yeah it's beautiful it's wonderful yeah i think it's fine i mean they made a big a big deal about saying that like you know you are a djinn but that's not that's not it that's that's like a part of who you are it's not all of who you are so like yeah that's fine whatever because like her mom doesn't have powers right so 
why not saying that like the reason she has them is because of a specific mutation. All right, cool. Now we're in X-Men done. <laughs> yeah. And I, and I think, and I think maybe, uh, uh, there are mutants in her family and maybe that's why, um, certain people are marked a certain way or act a certain yeah. way towards some of them because they are mutants and maybe they don't understand that because mutants haven't been in the forefront of the MCU yet. Um, and brutal asking is this the start of uh, the Marvel uh, start of the Marvel heroes version of New Mutants? No, I, I don't. I don't think it's that. I think they're 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 doing their own thing. So yeah, they're like the groundwork for uh, for straight up mutants, but they're just not ready to release it yet. Yeah, yeah, because the Kamala Khan was supposed to be an Inhuman, and Inhumans were only around because Fox owned X Men and mutants, and Marvel can't even say the word mutant. It was it was like that. So they literally made up Inhumans to be mutants. So now that we don't need Inhumans anymore, Kamala Khan can be a straight up mutant. So um, a couple of people didn't like that. You know, the first introduction of mutants is Kamala Khan. It's fu- it's a throwaway line. It's fine. It doesn't impede on anything else. It doesn't mean that when the X Men actually show up, it's going to be any less significant. I don't think so. There are a lot of theories no. like going around about it now, like, oh, like, uh, you know, is is does this mean that the X Men are there? And they've always been there. How are we going to get that explanation? Kevin Feige Who has a, has a big run of it. <laughs> he has. I mean, that's. I mean, to, to to drop it like that, it's like, oh man, how are you going to explain <laughs> that mutants are here now and they haven't been a part of Infinity War, <laughs> part of Endgame? It's like, what were what, what were they doing? Because it, it made sense for the Eternals, you know, because they were told not to intervene. If they were here this whole time, if they were so powerful, they were literally told to intervene. So that kind of makes sense. But why were the X Men not doing anything? Hmm. So Kevin Feige, I don't envy you. You got a big road ahead of you explaining why <laughs> what's going on and where are they um so they may have screwed himself over but uh yeah i thought it was interesting um i definitely think this show is worth a watch with family if you're watching it by yourself and you're trying to get into a marvel property like oh this is one of the big big old marvel because it is mcu it's marvel cinematic universe um i i i I think expectations need to be tapered it is made for younger people so if you're under the age of like if you're like 25 and under or something like that, I think I think it's for you. If you're above watch 30, whatever. Kids. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, watch it. Or or if you know if you're 30 and plus, it's just like just know that it's more lighthearted. It's more. It's not yeah. as heavy stakes, right? It's just something to put on that is a part of the MCU that is cool that I'm a part of, uh, and you guys are part of too. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I, I I don't take it so so seriously because I think a lot of people are just like I can't believe this is an MCU property. It's just like well yeah, you know I think it's going to go into like a, a Young Avengers type thing. You know, so I think that's where it's going to head to. Well, that's all the time we got for this episode. Thank you for listening, and make sure to watch our reviews on YouTube and catch our live show on Twitch. We we'll see you guys later, or we'll see you another time.